Welcome to the latest edition of Steelcast. The coronavirus pandemic has brought about huge changes to people's daily lives and every single business's activities. In our industry, it's brought out the best in people. They've had to become creative in finding new ways of working in a new environment. People have been building divider screens, painting spots on the floor, installing traffic lights to ensure social distancing. People have been finding new markets to supply and new routes for products out of the business. And people have been scouring the world for new suppliers of materials and essential equipment. And on top of that, people have been generously donating their time, their goods or expertise to help the national cause, whether that's delivering PPE to frontline care workers, 3D printing masks at home. The effort has been simply phenomenal. And of course, people just doing their jobs to keep the business going in difficult times have also played a critical role, as have those who have agreed to be furloughed. But last week, we saw something that made us all stop and stare. Port Talbot Cold Mills A Rota created a video to thank all the frontline health workers and NHS staff to the tune of Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline. If you haven't seen it already, look it up on Tata Steel's Facebook page. It's absolutely amazing. It has already reached over 600,000 people on Facebook and had feedback from as far away as the USA. So I'm joined on the podcast today by some of the key players in that amazing production. Uh, Keith Gladwin, Robert Reed, Stuart Anderson and Gwilym Wilkins. Keith, I'm going to start with you. As shift manager for A Rotor in the Cold Mill, tell me how this whole idea came about. Um, afternoon, Tim. Um, it's a good question. Uh, and thank you for it. That's quite an emotive one in my household. Alongside the nation on the, the 23rd of April, Thursday, the 20th of April, my family and myself were getting ready to support the Clap Carers, something that we have all supported since the concept had begun. Um, personally, it, it allows us or enables us to demonstrate our respect, gratitude and thanks to the great work that our key workers and specifically our NHS have been doing. Yeah. During a, a conversation with my wife, um, I mentioned that I wanted to do something despite being in work the following Thursday. But I wanted it to be different. Um, I wanted it to be more engaging uh, for, for my shift um, in how we showed our appreciation to our NHS. Yeah. Um, it's probably at this point, I suppose, it's probably worth referencing. It's the first time in my living memory where safety controls that are external to our business have been interlinked within our place of work through the application of social distancing to protect the NHS. Mm. So my motive was really driven, not just to support our NHS, but I was conscious that for some time, Tata employees, including myself, uh, um, work was sometimes a welcome distraction from yeah. the anxiety yeah. and, and uh, the worry that we were feeling with immediate family members and close friends working in the HN, NHS frontline um, on a day-to-day -day basis, listening to both these stories and reading the secondary media reports around the PPS shortage of which Tata has contributed. Yeah. Um, and also as well, doing the daily uh, virus updates um, through the, uh, the news channels, seeing the, the growth of, in, in the graphs that were being displayed. Yeah. So I, it was a, an opportunity um, to lift the morale within the team um, and, and enable us to get a shared vision in delivering something um, different um, from outside of our roles. Yeah. And for us not to be steel workers for a brief time, but to be fathers, husbands, uncles and friends. That's another interesting point you make. You know, within the steel industry, we very much see ourselves as a big family and we sometimes forget that other organisations are similar. The NHS is a classic example as a major employer of people who spend a huge amount of time together on shifts and they're another huge family. 
I think what this video shows when people see it, they'll understand is how closely actually the steel industry is linked to the NHS. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that sentiment. It's um, the emotional um, sort of bond that we have got between um, what we do in our place of work and the impact it has on, on, on not just ourselves, our family and the yeah. great environment is, is, is really uh, touching. Yeah, so I understand the sort of desire and personal interest in trying to do something in addition to the clap for carers, but you still had to get to the place where you had to think of what that was going to be. And Gwilym, I understand that you had some input into the concept of what you were going to do and how you were going to do it. How did it get from that idea to a song and dance routine? When Keith texts Rob's doing myself um, on the Thursday and our days off, and, you know, our first reaction was, he's having a couple of beers too many. I go, <laughs> What has he done here? But obviously not realizing how well it would actually turn out. Um, Keith tasks do myself with uh, coming up with a song and a dance routine, as you say. Um, fortunately, when I spoke to Stuart, we made mates outside. Um, Stu took on board, being a musician, um, the, the music part of it, and he came up with the, the song and, and changed the lyrics. So that was taking the pressure off, off me and Rob. Um, and then it just developed when we came back to work with Rob, you know, so it was um, the location, you know, we went through that on our first day shift, uh, yeah. what we could do, we managed to get a flag, Rob bought some lights in, um, so it just developed and just just developed from there. And you must know the guys on the shift pretty well and, you know, have some confidence that they were actually going to be up for this because it's quite out, far outside people's comfort zones, isn't it? If they'd all turned around and said, no chance, we're not doing that, then you would have been back to square one, I guess. Yeah, I think we were all apprehensive. It's not what we, what we normally do. Um, I think there was a bit of blackmail, blackmail going on with the youngsters. Um, yeah. But again, you know, the, we've only got to look at the reaction later on and other boys here wish they joined in, you know, so it turned yeah. out. And I think, Stuart, I believe you were the man with the axe at the front with the guitar and also the lyricist. You're kind of the Lennon and the McCartney of the cold mill, aren't you? Was it you who chose Sweet Caroline? And how did it develop from that song? And how did you come up with such clever lyrics? Oh, well, uh, like, like William said, Keith um, texted us on the Thursday. So the only song for me, Sweet Caroline, is such an uplifting, feel-good song anyway. Yeah. And it's uh, it's a firm favourite of all of our social groups of friends. Whenever it comes on, uh, it gets everyone up clapping, singing and dancing. So it basically picked itself, that song did. So, uh, like I say, it's always been a bit of a group anthem uh, for all of us. And obviously, people know it really, really well. So it's been a lot easier to sing as well for other people. Yeah, but coming up with a set of lyrics that's, you know, timely, relevant, polite, frankly, uh, that's quite a challenge. Have you ever done anything like that before? Song lyrics or poems? Just messing about really with the guitar, but uh, for the lyric side of it, I asked my wife to jot down some things that were happening on lockdown, yeah. and just kind of slot, kind of slotted them in. Um, worked out the chorus first, yeah. and then just went from there. Really, um, yeah. as we said, the NHS is close to us all. Uh, all our social friends outside work, we got wives, uh, daughters, partners, sons, mothers—you name it—they all work there. As is evidenced in the video. Yeah, and it's uh, and it probably wouldn't have been the same without a guitar, kind of guiding the music along. Did you have any background music at, at the time, or was it just your guitar and your singing? Believe it or not, just the guitar. Then. <laughs> yeah, very very impressive. And uh, so, how many takes was it? Uh, that one, up, uh, I think it was uh, just the one. I think we did um, all together. Or did we do takes? 
That is very impressive. impressive. So we, I guess... we actually did three East too. Uh, you're trying to flatter yourself there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the third one was the best, which is the one we used. I'm sorry, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> it was hugely impressive. And I think you know, setting it up in the first place, coming up with the, the idea of the song and, and writing the lyrics is, is something, getting the boys to... To, to learn them and stuff but even then you you still had to capture it and do something with it in a, in order to share it with the nation and rob i understand you are the kind of the magic maker if you want shot and editing the video is this something you've done before or or did you get kind of press ganged into it um well it's very kind of you to say that tim uh, i didn't feel like the magician at the time um and you're right i never shot an edited video before um keith asked me to do it um you know in uh, as as part of the uh, the group effort, uh, and to be honest, like Gwillem, I originally thought the idea was a little pie in the sky, so uh, I agreed to humour him at the time. Um, plus, the sentiment was spot on, uh, yeah. and my wife is a district nurse for the NHS, so I could hardly say no. Um, I'm a keen an amateur photographer and uh, I'm comfortable behind the camera. I knew yeah. my camera had the facility to shoot video, so uh, capture capturing the footage uh, wasn't going to be a huge challenge. It's just what happened next was uh, rather alien to me, so. Um, yeah, because I think one of the, th one of the things that surprised me, you know, it, it, even phones these days have very good cameras on them, but the sound is always an issue, and the you know, sound on this was was fantastic. I don't know how you managed it. Um, well, that was a last-minute uh, purchase from Amazon. We were also working through the lockdown, so uh, props to them as well. They managed to deliver an external microphone to me, which was new as well. So um, uh, that was about as much forethought as I put into it. Um, I just plugged the... Uh, Plug the microphone in, check my camera manual for the video, and uh, away we went. And then go on to YouTube to learn how to edit uh, video, was it? Um, yeah, as as the night was slowly dawning upon us, um, I still thought it was going to be a car crash and the end product <laughs> wouldn't see the light of day, but it uh, turns out I was wrong. Yeah. Um, so I thought I'd better check, check my laptop, see what I could do with it. Um, turns out not a lot, so uh, did some research, ordered some, uh, some new software. Um, and so I was hoping the layout would be fairly similar to what I used for photo editing. Uh, yeah. It was a, mil a million miles away. It was just working out how to work in a timeline and how yeah. to trim and splice, add photos, which was uh, which was Gwilym's yeah. idea. He wanted to capture the, um, you know, our, all our personal connections, which uh, I think uh, really makes the video as well with the photo overlays. Yeah, it really um, does. And I was going to come on to that. You know, it, it, it brings a tear to the eye and it makes it very, very real when, you know, for those who haven't seen the video, it's interspersed with, you know, guys from the shift and steel workers holding up cards with loved ones' names on who who are frontline care workers or work in the NHS. And I was going to say, whose idea was that? You know, Gwilym, that it sounded like it was your idea. What what made you think of that, particularly to put in a video in, as long as a song and dance? Yeah, my my youngest daughter Fionn is a third year nursing student in, based in Cardiff. Um, she was on her final placement, fourteen week, and she happened to choose the Royal Gwent in Newport, which obviously has been badly hit. Yeah. Um, she'd. One of the first or second weeks she was there, uh, she'd done a night shift. She was nursing a, a woman, basically one for one for 12 hours. Uh, she followed, went in the following night. Now this is in an ITU, intensive trauma unit. And she was told another woman had tested positive. So we had a few emotional phone calls yeah. shortly after, a lot of emotion for a few weeks. Um, she was given the option of deferring uh, final year. Um, and. To her credit, she didn't, and she stuck it out. She's got five weeks left. So I just wanted to show a bit of pride, the pride I felt with her, in her. Yeah. Um, I mentioned that to a few of the boys. Rob, his wife's a nurse. Stuart's wife's a social worker. There was a few other yeah. team leaders there um, who've got a connection as well. So 
they thought it was a great idea. I drew up a card. It looked good. And so I said, anyone, anyone else want a similar thing? So we did that. And thought, well, we might as well just take this out to the who wrote in the boys, not in the choir then, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and that's where we come up with all the all the names. And to me, you know, when I've seen some of the youngsters, especially covering oil with a big grin on their face, holding that, that that was quite emotional for me. Yeah. Um, we sang, I don't even notice, we, we, we sing the chorus a few times at the end, thinking that Rob would be able to put them in to that. Yeah. But he went a step further and we managed to edit it in through the 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 whole video was was superb, and like you said, it just made it. Oh, it was fantastic, Pepe. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah, it really did make the whole video, and it really uh, has touched people, I think. And, you know, not only were they cracking photos, but you can't help wondering, you know, how the, how the, how the boys felt about, you know, putting their loved ones' names up there, but also how the loved ones felt. Did they know beforehand that they were going to feature in this video? Was it a surprise to them as well, the wives and partners? Uh, surprise as far as I'm aware yeah especially the the other guys not involved in the choir because that was something we did through the early part of that shift that first night shift yeah um, so they didn't know what was going on but um and see Rob given the task of taking photos so making work for Rob but he went round and captured the boys in their working environment which was nice showed the cold mill off you know some some of the areas there yeah, well, we're always looking for uh, for on-site photographers, Rob. So uh, they were cracking photos, and uh, you know, I can see me calling on you in the future to to help us out as well. So, congratulations for for both the idea and and the and the execution of the concept. So, now, yeah, personally, I have to admit, I I reckon I've watched the video about twenty times, and every time I see it, I see something different. And I'm sure you're the same. You know, you you look at different people in the video, and 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 the faces of the guys holding the cards up and stuff, and I can't help thinking how much practice it must have taken and I have visions of I remember the full Monty when they were practicing in each other's living rooms and uh, uh, and they were practicing in the doll queue and stuff and you probably remember it yourself but Keith how did you practice it you know who was the choreographer of all the dance moves um well in all honesty like I said when once we, we floated the idea out and uh, we came up with the timeline of when we went to do it and when we were hoping that we could actually disclose it out via some one of the media um we met on a, on a wednesday wednesday night um from 12 30 to 1 30 so we met in the link tardis yeah. where we done a, a few um, rehearsals of, of the song with all the members present yeah. and then we went up to number four rewind line which was um picked out by design because a it was it was idle and we wanted also to have a good backdrop to represent tata yeah. Um, so we went up there and we've done the rehearsal, the, 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 the dance or the poor dancing, especially for myself that we witnessed, uh, was put together through a gentleman called Mike Sims. Yeah. Um, Mike, Mike Sims alongside um, both Gwilym and uh, Stuart was one of the reasons why I committed to do it or we committed to do it because they're three characters. Mm. And every shift that needs these kind of characters where they, they see a challenge, they accept the challenge uh, and they will see it through to the end. And I knew that they had the, the, the emotional connection to it. So yeah. from the moment we met and sang a few, uh, few rehearsal songs to going up and, and having three three sort of video shootings, as Rob's alluded to, um, it was all done and dusted in about 60 minutes. So it was done during meal breaks effectively. <laughs> Just phenomenal, really. I mean, I would have expected you to be practising for at least a couple of weeks and you know, kept your powder dry for a good Thursday, but it's very, very impressive. It it looks far better than just 60 minutes practice and shooting it. So fair play. Now, not only has your video gone viral on social media, but it seems you've started something in the steel community. 
I don't know if you've seen it yet, but your mates in Llanwern have kind of picked up the baton and given you some credit and said, we thought we'd reply with a poem. It's a sort of a Dylan Thomas style emotional poem from a pulpit in Llanwern. Have any of you seen that? What did you think of it? Yes, um, I think it's great uh, that it's touched people um, and people need to recognise that we're all in the same boat really, uh, no matter whether we work in Batalbet, whether it's Langwyrn, Shotton, Trostra, Corby, Hartlepool or Wensfield, we're all steel workers, steel families, steel heroes and we're all uh, so grateful to the NHS for everything that they're doing for us. Yeah, and long may it continue. I think it's a great reflection of the spirit of the organisation and the care people have for society that sort of stands us out as an industry like no other, really. Don't Martin Brunnock recently mentioned in one of his communications about the C word, complacency. Yeah. There's another C word here for me, and that's courage. It was the courage of the boys to step up and take a challenge uh, and make it work. But also, it's not just the courage of the team, because after I spoke with the guys on Thursday and said, right, boys, this is what we do next week, I then contacted my immediate um, like manager. So, for example, I got in touch with both Gareth Griffiths as works manager and Gavin Ambridge and said, yeah, right, both, giving reds up, eight water Thursday night, we are going to be doing a, a song and dance and I'm going to video it. And they they could have gone the total opposite and so sort of said, no, no, don't do that now. We don't need that kind of distraction. Okay. Uh, but they actually supported it and said, no, no, you go ahead and you do what you want to do. Keep it tasteful and let us know how it goes or any support that you need. So again, from, from a senior management team in the coal mill, the courage that they had to accept what we wanted to do and trust, I think, is, is, is quite touching as well. Yeah, and I, I, I can't, I couldn't agree more. I, you know, I was talking to Martin Brannock about it and uh, and saying, you know, although it's you guys have kind of done it off your own back, that that he and the, and some of the managers in the organisation should take credit for creating a culture in which people feel they can do this, that they can, yeah. you know, do something different and take some time out and do something creative and, you know, put it out there. I think it's it's fantastic a reflection of the of the culture of our business. So. Yeah, yeah totally really. listen, I know some of you guys are actually currently on shift and you've got proper jobs to do and you've kindly taken time out of your schedule today to talk to us. So you have literally given the whole company a real boost and a morale lift. And I'm sure all those frontline health workers and NHS staff feel the same. The reaction it's had has been phenomenal, overwhelmingly positive. It's brought tears to people's eyes. I think it's put the steel industry in a new light and it's given people an even greater love for the people who work within it. So, you know, fair play to all of you who took part, put themselves way out of their comfort zones. You're all true steel heroes and we absolutely salute you. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Thanks a lot. The communications team has always dreamed of creating some content that goes viral, that gets shared around the world, that massively increases the number of followers on our social media feeds and strengthens the Tata Steel brand innumerably. Some may say it's ironic that it's a shop floor team that's done this for us and done it without any help from comms. But I'm absolutely, genuinely thrilled to have a workforce that is creative, committed, action-oriented, and to work in a business that not only encourages such things to happen, but actively celebrates them. It says so much about the culture of our industry. There's so much more important than which team or which department is credited. And that's why we all love it. See you next time on Steelcast.